Hi, everyone. I hope you're all having a fabulous day. In this episode of Raw Talk, we have a very special guest, Cassie. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you doing? I am so good. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. I was so elated when I got your message because... (laughs) I have been such a fan of yours since I think we interacted in like 2019 and you did that illustration of me. Yeah. Anytime I see you post something, I'm like, this girl is unreal. Oh. (laughs) She is so cool. (laughs) Oh. Getting your message was just, that just, I don't know, set me over the moon. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're making me blush over here. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) So, and I think you're fabulous too. I think, I think you're beautiful. I think you're so inspiring. And that's the, all the reasons why I wanted to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to get this talk going. Yeah. So tell us more about you and who you are and all that good stuff. Yeah. So I'm 26 years old and I feel like in my 26 years, I've I've done a lot of unique things. I grew up in Vermont where I played ice hockey on a girls team and on a boys team. Oh, wow. So <laughs> very competitive, very... Um, action-packed sport but I've also always been involved in acting especially theater so I went and studied theater when I went to university and I graduated magna cum laude with my acting degree but while I was in college I was really struggling with my confidence when I was auditioning I would just walk into an audition room and just fold inside of myself so I decided to enter a pageant because I just thought those girls were amazing. Yeah. And they go on stage and essentially are like, just judge me. It's fine. I'm just so good with who I am. So I wanted to get to that level. So I entered a pageant, totally boosted my confidence. And from pageantry, I got into modeling and have been super fortunate to be a plus size model, having walked in New York Fashion Week. Wow. Done some catalogs. Yeah. I, it's just my life has been so crazy the past couple of years going from hockey to now modeling and pageants so <laughs> it's yeah. quite the the um, distinction between the two but I love them all and I'm very grateful for all of those experiences yeah I think that's incredible and you've come so far I've seen your modeling work I am obsessed you are so again you are so gorgeous um <laughs> thank so, you so much yeah I'm now oh <laughs> So how did that all like start? You know, like when did you really figure out, okay, this is what I really want to do? And how did you stay motivated? It was a really interesting journey. So when I was competing in pageants, um, I still am, but early on in my pageant career, I saw that my gown designer, I use MacDougall a lot, uh, was doing a plus size model competition. And I figured, hey, why not me? I'll enter it. So I did, and I made it into the top 11 out of like a 1,000 girls, and it was such an amazing experience. However, um, you know, you you model, you you are fantastic, and you know that there are (laughs) sample sizes, and with MacDougal, I didn't fit their sample size. I was two two plus size at the time, so it really, I I so fell in love with acting uh, and modeling at that time, and... I decided, hey, I love I'm on I love myself. I'm on this really great journey with self-love and I really love modeling. So I lost 60 pounds so I could 
do modeling full time. And yeah, it's, it's been a crazy journey and it was never because anyone told me I needed to, it's because I wanted to, it was because it was something that I love to do. I've always been in love with telling stories because I acted from my whole life. And the fact that I could tell a story through photographs or something like that was just so exciting. And I, it's something that I wanted to do. So Going from pageantry to a modeling competition, um, yeah. then to losing 60 pounds so I could fit sample sizes. It's just something that keeps me going because I do love modeling so much and the storytelling and all of the, the artistry that comes with it. Right. Yeah, it is art. And it's I feel like modeling is it's silent acting um, because you are acting. You know, you're not like talking, but you are taking photographs. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's always a story to tell. Oh, yeah. So dig into your acting a little bit because you act and I can't act for like my life. <laughs> it's so, like I wish I could act, but I can't. I've like because I model too. I don't model anymore. But when I did, like there was a lot of acting jobs that were definitely like in my neck of the woods, but I never did it because I was like, oh, I can never do it. So what like what's the difference to people who don't know? What's the difference between acting and modeling? So it's it's kind of like a blurred line because a lot of the acting I've done too has been without words. So kind of like being a mime essentially. So really just using your body to tell a story. Um, However, with acting, when you can speak, it's really making sure that your voice, breath and body are all engaged and are all one so that you can truly get the words out and the meaning behind the words. So knowing what is actually going on in the character's mind rather than, you know, what the audience sees, what is that person feeling internally? And then being able to channel it through the script, the scripted words that are already, you know, predetermined, how can you interpret that? And how does it relate to how that, that character is truly feeling? So that's through verbal acting as opposed to modeling where, you know, you might, have a setting where you're in distress or you're sad or maybe you're happy but you need to know why and where is that coming from in a real place from you so that you can channel that to the camera so you can capture that emotion as well so both need to come from a real place but one is still and one is using the breath and the voice to convey a story right yeah absolutely that makes total sense um and again like acting and modeling they both go hand in hand most models they also act and most actors they model as well so yeah it's very true so throughout your pageant life your acting life uh even like your school life you know um have you had any like I don't want to say setbacks but have you have you ever had a moment where you know you felt down or something like that and you really had to push yourself through it for sure. I, I think it was when I that switch went off in my brain where I said, wow, if I really want to model and act too, because there is an industry standard and yeah. though it's slowly changing, you do have to kind of try to fit that mold in order to launch, right? right. And then once you're established, you can kind of go off and do more of your own thing. So once that switch went off in my brain regarding act, uh, modeling, where I was like, wow, if I really want to do this, I, I need to get down to a sample size. I need to get my foot in the door and this is what I need to do. So it was 
a little heartbreaking at first to see the other girls that I was in that competition with uh, all be posting online saying like, I'm a MacDougall model. And I'm the only one that didn't get to say that because I wasn't a sample size and I was heartbroken, but I, I turned that heartbreak into motivation because it was something that I really, really wanted to do and be a part of. And I am forever grateful that I did make that decision because yeah. it has been so transformative. And again, it came from a place of love and wanting to do that rather than right. feeling forced to do it. Because I think I think I would have a different outlook on it if I was in a position where I was forced to lose weight. Right. And a lot of people, they deal with that. They usually get pressure from the industry, for example, friends, parents, like I need to lose weight, I need to lose weight. But it really is all it you know all boils down to yourself and what you want mm-hmm. and you have to do it on your own you can't have other forces or other people um get in your head about it you know you know that <laughs> you know yeah but a lot of people do right yeah you just have to tune out anything negative that you don't think is really going to help you you have to know how to distinguish between constructive criticism and just what is purely negative that you don't need to listen to so you can really reflect and self-improve on the areas that you want to right exactly so how do you feel the industry is transforming as far as um you know doing more plus size modeling and featuring more plus size models and and all that stuff you know people are really um acknowledging that now I mean I started modeling back maybe in like the early 2010s um which feels decades ago um um, but like I noticed a whole shift and like I'm sure you do too how do you like how do you feel like that like how do you feel about that whole transition now with with companies actually hiring and more um promoting plus size models it has been so nice to see because even in just the couple of years I've been doing this professionally, I've seen the sample sizes go up one or two sizes. Yeah. uh, Something a little bit more realistic. And I think it's very important that we are seeing more diverse body types in fashion just to offer representation because so many people feel underrepresented, but when you get to see someone that looks like you and is out there killing it and has a successful career and is, I don't know, rocking the crop top that you were afraid to wear. Exactly. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm too, I'm too curvy to wear that. But then you see someone else doing it and having a ton of confidence. It just, it, it translates to other people. So I think it's such a beautiful thing that is. fashion is now opening up, uh, opportunities for not only plus size models but also mid-size models too and also lifting a lot of those size restrictions for all models not just plus size and mid-size models I you know again I I now work as a talent manager for the first agency I was ever signed to so I work with designers a lot with booking models and it's so encouraging to see that sample sizes that used to be a zero or a two are now a four or six or sometimes right. even an eight because it those smaller sizes yes some people are naturally like that and that's fantastic but a lot of times people develop eating disorders yep. to try to fit the standard and it's just 
it's so sad and it's not okay. So seeing that sample sizes for all models are going up is incredibly encouraging because we are going in a positive direction to encourage healthy lifestyles, healthy images, healthy body images, and offer representation to so many more people. Absolutely. Very well said. <laughs> Very well said. I couldn't have said it better. That is so true. And I feel like as well, like just like what you said, I mean, when you're looking through a catalog, you're looking at a website and you see someone that has the same body as you or has a similar body type, it definitely makes you feel better. And it's not, it, it's more of, um, it just gives you that liberation. Absolutely. Yeah, that's um, a great word. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I remember when I was like, young, you know, I looked through Vogue and even like Victoria's Secret catalogs. And I'd always be like, oh, my gosh, like these girls, like they're so thin. Like that's not everyone, you know, like not everybody right. has that. Um, so there is a lot of unrealistic beauty standards. And I want to talk to you about that, too. What's your what's your viewpoint on social media and the industry, you know, not so much the industry, but more social media pressuring young girls to look a certain way. Right. Yeah, we are we are in a an interesting time of like Instagram models, Instagram baddies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I say more power to those girls. If if you look like that and you can rock it and you're confident, that's great. Yeah. However, um, you know, so social media it's it has its positives and it has its negatives so when it's being used to weaponize a certain look to make it a standard for everyone that is horrific and that type of energy and negativity should definitely be ignored and pushed away at all at full arm's length because we don't need that but I think on the flip side Because of social media, we are able to see such a diverse group of people and advocating for so many different important platforms, uh, different causes. It's it's so encouraging to see that. And I think that's the type of social media we need to be focusing more on where we can see positive messages. We can see people just being themselves, their authentic, true selves, no matter what they look like, their height, their size, their skin color, their gender identity, it doesn't matter. We need to focus on those positives so that we can start feeling better in ourselves too. Because when we had those types of pioneers on social media that say, okay, you know what, I'm essentially going to take the bullet and I'm going to be that trailblazer to make make this okay. Whatever it is, this not stereotypical norm okay yeah and those people are so brave and i think we need to follow in their footsteps so we can keep spreading more positivity on social media rather than coiling away and and giving into the negative side right and there is a huge negative side i mean you've seen it i've seen it we've all seen it um and it can be brutal you know but you're so right about really focusing on the positive and for me on my platform and you as well i mean we really really make that comfortable um space you know and I think that that's so 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 important because again there is so much um toxicity on social media yeah absolutely again whenever I see you post I'm like wow this girl is (laughs) blowing my mind I just your creativity in your images that you post is just so inspiring and I think it's just so encouraging Mm -hmm. to other artists 
to get their creativity flowing as well. So, I mean, I'm such a huge fan of everything that you post and share oh, because it is so positive. Oh, you make me blush again. Uh. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm, I'm such a huge fan. So. Oh, I'm, t- I'm a huge fan of you, girl. I mean, like, same, same to you. I mean, like, you are just so raw. You're so real. And I love that you just you, you just embrace yourself. And I think that's the number one thing you can do nowadays, especially in this day and age. You know, you really, really have to embrace yourself. And I love how you just go for it. You know, I think that that's so beautiful and, again, so liberating. Um, I love it. So uh, thank you. So so like what's next for you and like your career? I mean, you're, you're such like a like a like a multi-talented woman. Like, What's what's next for you? I <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> question that myself because I can loosely come up with some ideas. So I figure since I'm 26, I have a couple prime years left with modeling. So I'm going to pursue the that at its fullest. Um, pageantry, I have decided that I'm going to compete at Miss Vermont USA again next year. I competed this past year. Um, So I'm excited to just go all out for that one. Um, I'm going to try to be more competitive this time. I just did it for like fun and to meet the girls. And it was such a positive experience. But now I have a fire in my belly to compete and try to offer more representation uh, for plus size women in pageantry, especially trying to get it to a national level, because that's something we never see. We never see any plus-size pageant contestants on a national level. So right. that's something I am very eager and excited to start focusing on this next coming year. And I will always be acting. That's something that has been with me forever. And for a normal like career, I am in the process of running an agency. I'm currently the talent manager, but my boss is wanting to hand the reins over. Um, So I would love to continue to grow and expand that agency as time goes on and incorporate more petite models and male models and models of different religions so I can have hijabi models or Sikh models so I would love to expand the agency that I work for now and make it far more inclusive just as time goes on because I think that there are opportunities for everyone yeah absolutely I love that that's again that's so um inspiring and and innovative and that that's awesome wow So I'm excited for you. I'm like, wow. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited for the future. Yeah. So before I let you go, I have one last question to ask you guys. Everybody on my podcast is, what is one word that you live by? Oh, great question. I would say mindfulness. Yeah. I think it's so important to be aware of how you're feeling what you're doing, how your actions affect others, and also be aware and conscious of what's going on in the world, how other people are feeling, what current events are going on, how can you be an advocate for other groups, just being completely mindful, aware, and conscious of not only yourself, but the world around you as well. Yeah, that's very true, mindfulness. Yeah, that's, that's very, very true. Um. 
well, I'm so happy you were here. I'm like, oh, like have Deb Cassie on here too. There's so many beautiful women that I'm like going to be having on this podcast. And I'm so, so lucky to have had you here. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Well, I'm excited to listen to everyone else's stories too. Yeah, there's so much stuff. I mean, there's going to be body positivity and mental health and stuff. I mean, there's so many things that we're going to be talking about. But um, again, I'm so happy we could touch on these subjects that we did. Yeah, me as well. Yeah. It was really fun again. Thank you so much. Thank you.